You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about making the first move. Welcome to the family room, where all your darkest fears are gonna come for you, come for you. Okay, so before I get into this week's show, I wanted to tell you something I decided to do that's actually on my list of things to do in this decade, and if you missed that episode where I talk about the list, um, that's back on episode 64, and I talk about how to create your list of things that you want to do in your lifetime, and um, one of my things was to enter a dance competition. And last night I signed up for one and I'm freaking out because this totally has me outside of my comfort zone. Yet at the same time, I'm really excited about it. And so what I, what it is, it's a six week dance competition and each, each week you learn a new one minute dance. So like one week it's salsa, then, um, cha-cha, Latin hip hop, swing and there's something else I can't remember but and you're paired with a different partner each week and you learn a one minute routine and then the following week you perform your routine for the judges which are like all kinds of dance people around Nashville and then you get feedback on how you did and so I'm laughing at this because I have absolutely no idea what to expect and like I said it scares the shit out of me but at the same time you know I'm excited because I love to dance and this is this is really the first big thing I'll get to cross off my list. And what I was also like sitting here thinking about was, um, I did not see this coming, like this doing a dance competition. Like I was excited when I wrote it on my list, but I didn't see it coming like so quickly, especially because I still, I'm definitely a beginner, right? I was thinking I would do this like in a more, um, you know, uh, advanced stage, but, um, yeah, it's just, it was just, it's just funny because it happened so quickly and not the way I saw it coming, but that just goes to show you when you decide something and you're open to it, you just never know how it might come in. So, um, more on that to come as I get into this over the next six weeks. Okay. So on to this week's show. So like I said, the topic this week is making the first move. And this one sort of feels tough for me because I am a woman of action and I always want to make the first move no matter what it is in my life. I am a doer. I get out there and do it. And on like my personality, on some of those personality tests, I'm always the driver, like drive it. And that's why I'm good at my day job because I can drive things to, um, you know, to, to be done essentially. And I've had to really learn over the years how to sit back and sometimes just let things play out, right? Like, especially in relationships, like let the other person step up or even sometimes know when to just not say anything at all and just let it rest, right? And so making the first move is our topic this week. And and really this can apply to anything as usual, right? Relationships, job, friends, family. <clears throat> but what I wanted to start out talking about as it relates to making the first move was, um, when it comes to strangers and I was sent this article that I'm going to read to you here in a second. And I'm sorry, I don't know who wrote this because the name wasn't included, but I really liked how this brought this concept of making the first move, um, to my attention. It made me think about it in a different way. So I hope it does for you too. So here's what the article said this week, make the first move. Imagine taking an elevator and three others are already inside. 
Imagine standing in line at the grocery store with someone in front of you and behind you. Now imagine what you typically do in these situations. Do you say anything? Do you do anything? Or do you simply just do your best to ignore the other people, avoiding eye contact and conversation at all costs? And as a side note, I can tell you what I do. I stare at my phone, I act annoyed, and I pretend I don't see other people. (laughs) And so it goes on to say, I have a hunch on how you may have answered those questions. So this week, it's time to make the first move. How is it possible that we have created a culture where it's easier to ignore than it is to engage in the simplest of friendly gestures? Eye contact, a smile, a nod. Dare we even utter the word hello? Do these actions seem easy enough and more natural than to dodge one another? Connecting and communicating go hand in hand. Staring at our cell phone screens is is just a face-to-face interaction. Make a connection, make the first move. So look up and connect. It takes two seconds, but it speaks volumes. Making the first move matters because conversation is food for the soul. I personally do not think that making the first move to interact with strangers is natural for most of us. It's definitely not for me. It, I am, on the one hand, I can be extroverted, you know, when the time comes, but, but I am generally an introvert and I try to avoid interaction. And I don't know why all the time. Sometimes I feel like it's very draining for me to interact with other people, especially in large crowds. Um, but as I was reading this, I really liked this because I have found when I actually do make the first move to smile at someone or say hello or, or just notice the other person, I feel good. And that's not something I did over for most of my life. I mean, I only started doing this recently because I can remember a period in my life where I didn't understand why would I say hi to other people? What's the big deal? You know, like I was in such a, uh, a pretty negative space, you know for many years, I didn't see the value in that. And now I was like flipped and I can, I can see the opposite side of that where I'm like, Oh my God, I feel sad that I was ever in in such a state like that. But it it feels to me, it feels good to make a nice gesture. And I've come to learn that even like, I, I, I can gauge where I'm at vibrationally because I can tell by the way people are are acting to me, right? Like if someone makes the first move towards me and says hi and, or smiles at me, I know I'm in a good place, but if they don't, or if people are rude to me or they're like brushing me off, then I know where I'm at. And I know that I'm not quite as high vibrationally as maybe I want to be and that I've got some work to do to feel better. And one of my favorite stories as I was thinking about all the things I wanted to talk about this week, um, about saying hi to a stranger, and especially because you never know where it might take you, is from Bobby and Amy from the Bobby Bones Show. And if you haven't heard of Bobby, he's a morning show host um, here in Nashville. But he's he's syndicated throughout the U.S. and he's on iHeartRadio and primarily country. And back before he got to where he is today, he was on the radio in Austin, Texas. And I lived down there for about a year and I used to listen to him all the time. This was when he was just in the Austin market. And so they were telling the story one day about um, just kind of how the show developed over the years and that um, when Bobby started the show and he wanted, he's like, yeah, I want to do the show, but I want my friends to come with me. And they were like, well, your friends aren't in radio. And he's like, well, I don't care. I want them to come. And so that's really how the show got started. And the way he met Amy, who was on the show with him also, is they were at a coffee shop. And I think it was Amy said hi to him first. And then they started talking. And then from there, they became friends. And then as they, I don't really know the progression, but 
Amy's on the show with Bobby today and it's nationally syndicated and they live in Nashville or I mean, not together, right? They're separate, but I mean, the show is based in Nashville and they all broadcast from here. And so the point they were telling that story that one day because it was along this lines, right? Like saying hi to a stranger and how Bobby and Amy met that way. And, um, just how you never know how saying hi to someone where that's going to take you. And I love that story because it's just, it's another example of, you know, you think these small things that we do on a daily basis are insignificant, right? But everything has significance and you just never know. You just never know. And I love that. I love those kinds of stories. So I'm sure there's more of that story about how they met, but I just thought that was a great example. And I wanted to share that about making the first move and how sometimes that can end up taking you amazing places that you never expected. And I know I, and you've probably done this in your own life. I know I have. I've talked about this on the show before about I've met some of my very good friends this way. I mean, my friends that I, when I go to Florida, I lot, a lot of my friends down there, um, I met them, I was sitting next to them at a bar and I said, hi, where are you guys from? <laughs> and we've been great friends since. I've been down there several times to see them. I still keep in touch with them. And just saying hi, like I never would have thought that it would have led to great friendship like that. So if you haven't done something like this, I highly encourage you to give it a try this week. This week. All right, so let, now let's talk about, so that, that first part is talking about making the first move to stra- with strangers, right? Like saying hi, nodding, you know, whatever it is, holding the door for somebody, um, being a nice human to other people, to someone you don't know. Okay, now let's talk about this on the other side about making the first move on, really for me, this is a flip side, like making the first move for the wrong reasons, right? And... I did this topic a few weeks ago called reaching. And on that episode, I talked about the difference between reaching and allowing. And if you missed that one, I recommend going back to listen to that because I really, I went and really got into the difference between the two and I don't have time for that right now. But really when we're reaching, we're trying to force something, right? We're like grasping for it because we don't think we can have it. And I think sometimes we make the first move or we attempt to make the first move for the same reasons that we reach. We do it out of fear, out of desperation, out of worry, uncertainty, anxiety. And we think making that first move is going to make us feel better or improve the situation or get us there faster or whatever it is that we're experiencing at the moment. But sometimes it makes it worse because we're making the the first move for the wrong reason, right? We're making it to try to quell our fears or try to feel better or try to escape those feelings that we're feeling, this desperation, anxiety, or whatever it is. And when we make the first move with that energy, we, we bring that energy to whatever we're doing and we don't get the results we want because our come from energy was the wrong energy. We came from it at, with a place of fear and in anxiety and desperation and mainly most likely because we didn't think we could have it and we were panicking. And like I talked about last week, when we don't line up with our decision to think we can have it, we let that fear, that anxiety run the show and control our thoughts. And then we act based on that. And we, we've talked that so many times on here, but we know that that type of action with those types of thoughts isn't going to get us what we want. I know for me, I have done this a lot over the years when I've been dating in particular, and maybe you have too, maybe you can relate to this, but I know I've often made the first move because I didn't know what else to do. And I had made up all these stories in my mind and I had myself like so freaked out that I made the first move just to 
get in my mind what I thought, get something moving, right? Get some answer, get some action, get some response out of the other person. And so I came at it with that desperate energy or that, you know, knowing it or not, you know, that's, that's where I was coming from. And that actually repelled the other person, right? Like they, they, people can sense that, right? Like you can sense it. I can sense it. We can all sense it. And they may not have known that, like why they were repelled. But when you come at someone with desperate energy like that, it's going to be easy to spot and it's going to make the other person like, you know, want to like repel you, like dodge you, like, like get away from that type of, um, that type of energy. And, you know, I was thinking about other areas where I've done this. I know I've done this when I was looking for jobs, right? Like when I, um, you know, maybe would call a lot about a job or like even in my own mind, like flip out about it and just panic, check my email all the time. Like, you know, or even I, I can remember when I used to, um, with my old blog I had, I used to negotiate rates, uh, um, for advertising. And if we'd be negotiating the pricing and, and maybe I wanted more money in the person, let's say they didn't respond when I thought they should, when I thought they should, right? That's the key. And so before I would even wait for their response, I would write back and just accept the lower rate, right? I would just accept that lower rate thinking that was all I was going to get. And, you know, really not realizing that if I had waited it out, I probably would have got what I wanted. But again, I acted, I made the first move out of, for the wrong reasons. And because I did that, I brought the wrong energy to the table. And so I didn't get what I wanted. And I was mad and upset and, you know, frustrated. And why isn't, why don't things work out for me? And why is this going this way? You know, all that kind of stuff. But really it all started with me. It started with me and the, 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 the reasons I was making the moves I was making. And it wasn't always the right reasons. But again, the other flip side, so we're, on the other side of that now is, you know, sometimes we do make the first move for the right reason. And sometimes the first move is good, right? I'm not trying to say that the first, we should never make the first move. Absolutely not. Sometimes making the first move is necessary. I mean, sometimes we need to do that to show we're interested, that we care, that the person means something to us. Or sometimes we need to make the first move because we fucked up and we need to own up to that and let the person know we're sorry. Or, you know, Sometimes we make the first move because it feels good. We're not judging it. There's no, um, you know, no scrutiny about it. There's no, I haven't analyzed it to death. I'm just acting because it feels good and it feels right. And, and sometimes we don't even know why we make the first move, but we were just nudged to do though, it, it, to do so. And, and we listened to our in, intuition and we acted. And the balance I think we need to understand. And, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because Really for this, at least to me, there's like no five or 10 point list I can give you to tell you if you should make the first move or not. It's not something you can approach with this. If this happens, then that, right? A kind of mentality. It's, it, that's not, at least my perception of it, that's not, um, that's not the way you can do it. And what I've come to find is that the only true way you can know if you should make the first move or not is if it feels good. Not if your friends think it feels good, not if your family, not if your boss or your partner or your son or your daughter or your whoever, not if they think it feels good, if you think it feels good. And if you're paying attention to how you feel and, and you feel good in that and it feels good to make the first move, then you should probably do it. But if you, if you're feeling fear and anxiety and scared and uncertain, you know, all this negative emotions, then that's probably not the time to make the first move because it's unlikely you're going to get a new result coming from that kind of energy. 
And and even another part of this, uh, I think, is sometimes there's just no move to make at all, right? Sometimes the best thing you can do is just wait it out and see how it plays out. And I faced that very thing over this past few week with past few weeks with my invention. I, I've been calling around to get some quotes to get it made, and I have not been having luck with getting anyone to provide me what I need. And I, I you know, it, it it's been for varying reasons, and um, I think. Partially because I, I'm new in all this and I, I am not speaking confidently about it yet because I don't know. I'm still learning. But um, I, I got the feeling I wasn't really being taken that seriously. But okay, I'm not going to dwell on that, right? I'm not going to keep that and, and let that run the show. So I just kind of um, put it aside, right? I, I just, instead of pushing it and, and keeping on with these people, I just let it be. I gave it a rest and I trusted that the right person would come along and you know, bring me what I needed. And yesterday, randomly out of the blue, my original designer who told me he did not know anyone that could help me called me to tell me he had a guy that could help me do my job. And this guy could do it cheaply and correctly so I could start to get it manufactured. And I didn't put any effort out. I just showed, it, it just showed up, which is exactly what I needed. And, and I think that's what happens sometimes, right? Like we, we try to push, 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 but sometimes we don't need to push. Sometimes we need to just give it a minute and, and let it come to us. And I know this has been hard for me and maybe it's for you as well, that I think we make ourselves feel bad when we aren't doing any type of action towards that thing that we want. Like when we aren't doing that action 24 seven, like when we aren't working our asses off or making the plans or making the calls or, or getting the answer we demand right this minute, it can appear to ourselves and, and to others that we're, we aren't doing anything, that we're slacking and that we're lazy and that, oh my God, that's wrong. Why aren't you like working yourself into the ground? And no, I mean, no, that's like the opposite of what we talk about on this show. And you know, I've come to learn that, that obviously that isn't true, but, but sometimes the things we want just need to rest. Like sometimes we just need to let it play out. We have to see all the move. We have no way to see all the moving parts that the universe is working on behind the scenes to bring us what we want. And honestly, it's none of our business. It's not our, our job to get in the middle of all that. Our business is to feel good and then act accordingly. And if we aren't feeling good, then our job is to do something that makes us feel good, right? To get us in that better feeling place. But sometimes there's just nothing to do. And I think that's that that can be hard for us because we are a society of action. But um, I, as I was preparing the notes for this week's show, I, of course, came across a, clip, a quote that fit right into this and from Abraham Hicks. Procrastination is the wisdom not to force anything you are not vibrationally ready for. So pro procrastination is the wisdom not to force anything that you are not vibrationally ready for, right? So, so, so this need to grind and hustle and all this, right? Even when you don't feel like it, no, I, I am not, no, that is an absolute no for me. And what I have learned is there is a level of wisdom and understanding when to wait when to not force it, but there is also wisdom in knowing when and how to act. And I think that balance can only be found within you by doing what feels good to you. So as you move forward this week, think about this. Where can you make the first move? Is it with strangers? Is it with your friends? Is it in your relationship? Or if you're always steering the ship, where can you step back and let others step up? right? Where can you let something rest so that it can play out and, and maybe end up being even better than you expected? Only you are going to know the answers to those questions. So this week, I encourage you to dig in a little and see what you can find.
Okay, that's it for this week's show. So I'll do a quick recap. I'll talk about the songs and then I will close us out. I started the show talking about the article that encouraged us to make the first move. And especially when it comes to strangers, right? Like that was the purpose of the article, but it really got me thinking about making the first move in our life in general. And, you know, with the strangers, you never know where a simple high or striking up a conversation may lead you to someone new, to a new job, to a new friend, to a new lover, who knows, right? But I also talked about how sometimes we make the first move for the wrong reasons. We make them because we're scared or annoyed or we just can't take it another second and we have to do something, even if that something isn't the right thing. And as a result, we're leading with that fearful or scared energy and we don't get the results we want. So there's definitely wisdom in knowing when to act and knowing when to let things be. And, and the easiest way I can tell you to discern this is through how you feel. If it feels good, do it. If it doesn't, don't. It's really that simple. So... I I hope you found this week's topic useful in, in understanding when to make the first move. And at the very least, I hope I've inspired you to at least say hi to strangers. All right, closing out songs this week. Intro song, it's called Panic Room by Aura. So it's A-U forward slash R-A. Aura. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. But okay, this song is called Panic Room. Lyrics go, welcome to the panic room. And then one of the verses says, Hell raising, hair raising, I'm ready for the worst. So frightening, face whitening, fear that you can't reverse. My phone has no signal. It's making my skin crawl. The silence is so loud. The lights spark and flicker. With monsters much bigger than I can control now. Welcome to the panic room where are you, where, where all your darkest fears are going to come for you. Welcome to the panic room where all your darkest fears are going to come for you. And I feel like that with like making the first move, right? Like often I've made the first move because I'm in my panic room, right? I'm in this room and my mind is taking over with these terrible thoughts and these stories I've made up and I'm, I'm freaking myself out and I'm making it way worse than it is. I'm catastrophizing it. And it's not even wondering like, right, is this, is this even true? Or is there other possibilities that may be existing? Nope. What I think is right. And I'm, you know, I'm in this panic state and I, I felt like the song, the lyrics to the song played right into this topic this week of making the first move. So intro song, panic room, ah, raw, A-U forward slash R-A. Outro song is Calm Down by Pete Yorn. I love Pete Yorn um, back, I don't remember, 20 years ago or so when he first came out. One of my his first songs I remember was Life on a Chain or something like that. Life on a, something like that. I can't remember if that's exactly what it was called. But this, this song, Calm Down, um, again, played very well into this week's topic about calm down. You know, I'm telling you the truth. And when I look at you, you know, I'm telling the truth. Calm down. I never had to choose because when I look at you, I know there's nothing to lose. And so I think the song is talking about a relationship. Um, but I, I liked the, the vibe of this song, but also just telling ourselves sometimes calm down, right? Like just calm down. It's not always what we think it is. And, um, other possibilities do exist. So calm down by Pete Yorn. All right, that's it for our topic of making the first move. So I would love to hear what you think. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have other things you want me to talk about, email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com, my website, sloanfremont.com, and you can find me on Instagram at sloanfremont. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends about it, let everybody know, share it on all social media so more people can find me. All right, abracadabra, now go forth and create what you speak. Calm down.